Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Vauxhall SideQuest. This is Giorgio coming at you with Alex. Alex, how's it going? Fine. It's a nice day today. Yeah, no, it's good. We're going to talk about Captain Marvel. We're going to, it's a, it's a couple of weeks late, but we're going to give our reviews, our impressions of Captain Marvel. Hopefully, we're going to start off with non-spoilers, top level impressions. We'll go into deep spoilers after that. And then hopefully uh, talk about our hopes, dreams, expectations for Avengers Endgame, uh, which is coming out in exactly one month. So it's actually quite a good timing, uh, this, this episode. So um, I suppose we should start off then. Alex, what did you think of Captain Marvel? I thought it was all right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, they're good. Uh, yeah, that's the episode. <laughs> good night, everybody. <laughs> so maybe let's start off with what were you hoping? I mean, what were your expectations going in? What were you expecting? Yeah, wh- where was your sort of anticipation for the movie going in? Well, I was kind of expecting what I got, really, because Marvel have been doing uh, this style, totally the style of movie, but they sort of, they've had a consistent way of making their movies for the past that you can kind of almost beat for beat, say, the vague stuff that's going to gonna happen in sort of like every Marvel movie, really. And... Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, mean I, th- I think that's what I sort of got from it. I mean, I... Obviously, we'll get deeper into it to what I thought of it, but it, I did sort of feel like it was m- more of a, a phase one type Marvel film. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, if this had, if this had come out in like 2008, yeah. even 2010, I probably would have been like really up, like into it. But yeah, yeah, again, definitely. it's sort of like 10 year Marvel movie fatigue in a way. Yeah, I think I think that's the thing that Marvel are going to have to sort of wrestle with after after Endgame, because I think... A, it did feel a bit samey. It felt obviously the Marvel humor was there. The um, you know, hero X gets hit, that gets powers. Hero X um, learns how to use powers. They face off against enemy with cinema similar powers, um, and then you know it's it's a very formulaic uh, film, but in relation to the the Marvel movies that come before it. But you know, I, I did think it was fun. I, I enjoyed. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson and his, his like relationship with the cat Goose. I loved Goose. Um... I, think, I think the only people who didn't, I, I think the only people who didn't like Goose were um, dog people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I, oh, we'll get more into spoilers, but I enjoyed sort of the villain sort of dynamic at play and and how it sort of subverted expectations a little bit. I did enjoy that. Um, that was actually quite a bit, a bit, a bit of a surprise for me uh, watching it. So I enjoyed that side of things. Um, my main sort of complaints with the film. Uh, I mean, I liked Brie Larson. I know Brie Larson has had a bit of um, some negative, you know, reception saying that her performance wasn't very charismatic or whatever. It wouldn't. I mean, what did you think of Brie Larson in, as uh, as the role? I mean, I I will I will say she was probably the least interesting person in the movie, um, yeah. but I'd say that's probably more on how the character was written for her to portray. Yeah, sort yeah. of things. So like, I feel that anybody um, in that role probably would have given a similar style of performance. Yeah. Um, it's it's like Superman syndrome, isn't it? It's like the the argument that says like anyone who plays Superman has got an impossible task to make that character interesting because he's just so overpowered. And I think yeah, Captain I mean, Marvel sort of had a similar type thing where she's just so powerful 
she doesn't really have to overcome much adversity, but she, I mean, she does a little bit with her, like a friendship with, um, you know, with a, a friend character, but, but even then, yeah, I, she, mean, I mean, that was like, um, for me that, um, that and the interactions with Samuel L. Jackson were the, the one times that she was actually like interesting. Yeah. I mean, I definitely thought the chemistry between her and Samuel L. Jackson was great. I, you know, I did enjoy their dynamic. I think Samuel, I mean, Samuel L. Jackson can have good chemistry with anyone. <laughs> I, I, I was literally, I was literally going to say, I mean, he, he does seem to have an innate, like, ability to be able to, like, you know, have, like, chemistry with pretty much anything. I mean, yeah. heck, yeah. everybody, I, I, I've never even watched Deep, wait, was it Deep Blue Sea, the one where he gets, like, eaten by a giant shark? Oh, yeah, that was a great film. I mean, I haven't even seen that movie, and I can tell that that's probably, like, the best scene in the entire movie. <laughs> And then well, there's you, like how did you snakes on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how did you feel about the whole sort of nineties nostalgia um vibe to the film? I mean, I enjoyed the the like the callbacks to Blockbuster, obviously, the sort of the internet cafes, I thought that was really cool. My main sort of issues with it were some of the song choices. I, I feel like Oh some, uh, some uh, scenes uh, uh, had like the wrong song that was just sort of shoehorned in because nineties, but sometimes um, it just didn't hit the mark for me. Uh, I, I don't know. Um, a lot of my favorite music ha- does come from the nineties, and yeah. I felt they could have used like a, different choices. But then I also you also have to think, you know, big budget Marvel movie. They want to try and appeal to a broader, a, as broad a spectrum as they possibly can. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the irony is she was wearing a nine inch nails t shirt, and I just knew for a fact. Oh, they're not going to play nine inch nails in here because all the nine inch nails stuff up to that point was basically Trent Reznor talked about drugs and wanting to kill himself <laughs> so so I mean, we say bad. we say about it appealing to a broader audience like it's already like at 900 million worldwide <laughs> so i mean that's like ridiculous it's going to cross a billion no swear i mean wonder woman is a more well-known superhero you'd say and she didn't even get near a, b- a billion and captain marvel was just like i mean no one really knew captain marvel was they just trusted and know the mcu I, I literally, the only thing I know about Captain Marvel before this movie it was that um, in the comics, Rogue stole her powers. And that was it. <laughs> I just know, wasn't Shazam from DC Comics called Captain Marvel originally? Yeah, he, he was the original Captain Marvel. Dude, that makes, DC... no, that's like, makes no sense. That they called a character Captain Marvel when their rival was called Marvel. Like, I don't understand. No, 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 no. This, this is a uh, really bizarre thing. Captain Marvel was taught, started by a, a separate comic book company, um, and he was really popular in like the forties. Did Marvel then, exist by then, though? They, I don't think so. I think they started in the fifties. Okay. Um, and then D- DC sued that comic book company because they said um, Captain Marvel was too much like Superman. So this small comic book company went out of business. And then the Captain Marvel um, IP basically lay dormant for ages and nobody did anything with it. So Marvel were like, hey, we're called Marvel. The uh, the Captain Marvel license name is, isn't doing anything. Let's right, just right, right, do right. that. Ah, so, when, so, so when DC acquired the rights to original Captain Marvel, they had to call it Shazam because Marvel had a character called Captain Marvel that was still in print. In fact, I think the only reason they kept making... Because Cap- the original Captain Marvel comics weren't like popular or anything. I think Marvel just kept... Um, making comics just to hold on to the rights. 
Yeah, it's fucking weird, man. <laughs> Copyright um, law is fascinating. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that, oh, but I think, I think, I think in like during the like the seventies and eighties and stuff, he was. Um, the, the comic had to be called Shazam, but in in the comic, he was still called Captain Marvel. Yeah, they just had to change the title of the actual comic book. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, I mean, just to get back to to Captain Marvel. Um, I think, I think, <laughs> I think the, the Marvel film. Um, my main issue with the film overall is I don't feel like the action was particularly interesting or entertaining. I couldn't, I can't really recall like a, a really good action sequence I watched in the film. I feel like the hand-to-hand sequences were not greatly, I don't want to say choreographed, but they weren't really well shot. Um, it wasn't quite shaky cam, but it was. You know the the the, the camera ch- cuts and, and transitions were quite frequent. It wasn't really, you know, it wasn't really super smooth. I feel like I, uh, still, I still think the best hand to hand combat that Marvel has done was in Winter Soldier. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. It was so the the fighting in Captain Marvel was nowhere near the level of the Winter Soldier. And the Winter Soldier came out what six years ago or at least like yeah, two thousand thirteen, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, something like that. So I, I feel like the action didn't really hit the mark in terms of the hand-to-hand stuff, and I also don't feel like when she's got her powers in full throw, she's you know shooting proton blasts outside of her, you know, out of her hands. I didn't feel it was particularly interesting. I feel like Iron Man has done that a lot more entertaining. Um, I, yeah, I just it, it wasn't really memorable to me her action. Like I didn't come from the film thinking, oh my god, she's a total badass. I was just like, I, mean, eh. I think the only ones that I kind of remember was. The bit at the end. Um, are, we, are we going into spoilers or? No, no, it's not really spoilers, really. But um, there's, I mean, there's a big space fight at the end, which is kind of, I think, I think that's vague enough. It's in the trailers, yeah, it's in the trailers. Yeah, and I enjoyed that, but aside from that, everything else was kind of standard, really. Yeah, and and I'm... I mean, we'll talk about this more later on, but that's one of my concerns going into Avengers Endgame. Because I'm not super impressed by her abilities, her character. Obviously, everyone else in the you know Avengers lineup, we've had a lot longer to to sort of know and and understand multiple movies, multiple Avengers movies. Whereas Captain Marvel's coming into the, I suppose the last one. I mean, of this saga, and I don't really care, nor do I want her to play a big part. I I don't really want her to be this Deus Ex Machina where she just comes in and basically saves the day. That 10 years of films have been leading up to if that makes sense yeah i mean if there's nothing people hate more than newbies saving the day when you've grown attached to established characters yeah i mean it it, it would be literally like um um if you know they introduce some sort of like random character in episode two who who does all most of the legwork to you know save westeros yeah yeah no exactly yeah after like eight seasons of game of thrones and then yeah just some random character just comes in and that's it but like even justice league to an extent sort of suffered from something similar where they sort of have superman on the sidelines throughout the whole film and then just took him in for the last five minutes to beat steppenwolf but yeah i mean i I mean and superman was already established as well in like man of steel and batman versus superman so it's just like we've had pretty much at least two films of each character where each main character has been in 
at least two films. Yeah. Um, and Captain Marvel's only done this like one. And I, I think I, I will. I, I also admit that I think it's kind of timing as well because uh, this came out, you know, middle of Fe- uh, Captain Marvel comes out middle of February. Uh, Avengers uh, Endgame's at the end of uh, April. April. People aren't really going to digest. Um, I mean, I even know some people who are like, um, is does how much does Captain Marvel relate to uh, Endgame? And they're like, oh, not much. There's like a end credit scene that relates to it, and that's about it. And they're like, oh, I'll just go see End um, Endgame then. So yeah, I, just... I mean, I've, I feel. I feel like, I mean, if we, if we think about Infinity War, I feel like, uh, I mean, obviously Doctor Strange, we, we had one movie with him in and then he's in Infinity War. And I feel like they, they handled Doctor Strange quite well. And Black Panther as well. Like, we obviously had the Black Panther movie. We had him in, in Captain America Civil War. So, again, he the, you know, these two characters came into it. They weren't super integral, but they were, they were there. They were there enough to be to feel relevant but also not take too much of the shine away like i thought dr strange was handled really well but benedict cumberbatch is just awesome um but yeah so like in in this one like, i feel like ant-man is going to be handled quite well in this movie i, I feel like he's going to have the sort of similar sort of level of role that dr strange and black panther had in, in Infinity war but then Captain Marvel, I just, I just work like if she's in it, like to the extent of Doctor Strange and, and Black Panther, then you know that's fine. She's just a cool hero. She's got some extra scenes. She's doing some stuff, no problem. But if she's the one that basically saves the day, then I don't know. I'm just not super keen on it. But I don't think she will. But anyway, to be honest, I feel like, uh, I mean, we can go into spoilers a little bit more now. We can talk about our Captain Marvel spoiler impressions. But I feel like going into um, for some minor spoilers on Ant-Man and the Wasp, the I feel like the plot of Endgame is going to focus around you know going into the quantum realm. So Captain Marvel's not super relevant in that aspect, but if she ends up fighting Thanos and just beats him in one punch, then that's going to be a bit shit. I don't I don't think uh, I'm going to liken uh, Captain Marvel to. I mean, this just this goes out to all my uh, Dragon Ball Z nerds um, yes. out there, but. Captain Marvel was basically kind of latter boo era um, Goku in a way. Like you've got everybody, you've got tons of other people who are who are capable, but be, but due to reasons, they're not the ones that did it. Yeah, yeah. Because like um, in the Boo saga, Vegeta basically fights Margin Boo, uh, nearly defeats him, but loses. Uh, Gohan gets uh, mystic powers, fights Boo, n- nearly beats him, but loses. <laughs> uh, Gotenks um, uh, fights Margin Boo, n- nearly defeats him, but loses. Um, yeah, yeah. It's down to and um, Goku and Vegeta team up to do it, um, but they uh, and they f- uh, form Vegeta, but he loses. And then right at the end, it's Goku like doing the big massive spirit bomb to do it, and it's like. Yeah, it's kind of cool, but at the same time, it's like not that it's like. And this is the thing: Goku's been like a, a long stat. Is basically the main character of the show, and even by the end of the Boo saga, it was kind of like, okay, you can even you could tell beat for beat what was going to happen. Um, if uh, Endgame does something similar with uh, Captain Marvel, it's going to be t- sort of. I, I don't want to say leave a bad taste in, but it's going to be sort of like in that sort of. 
Mm, well, because everybody's got their favorite character and stuff. Um, and yeah, and and I feel like, I mean, I mean, we we, I mean, we're obviously speculating here. I mean, from from how in, how good Infinity War was, we have no reason to to distrust. But I just feel like, yeah, I mean. Captain Marvel's doing well. They could easily try and capitalize on her popularity and, and give her, a, a, you know, really, really central role and sideline some of the more established characters for that, which I feel would be a mistake. Um, but yeah, I mean, to I mean, just to go back to you know Captain Marvel, we're going to spoilers a little bit more now. I mean, how did you feel? Spoilers, spoilers, spoiler spoilers. alert. <laughs> how did you feel about the sort of the the role reversal of the Kree? in Captain Marvel. No no joke. Oh, no, not the Kree, sorry, the scrolls. I, 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 I went I went to see this with my sister and um we're part way through the movie and I'm like I, I went I, I said to her I was like I'm glad Jude Law's not a bad guy. Literally five <laughs> minutes later it turns out Jude Law is a bad guy and I was like well that's disappointing <laughs> I mean, I, I I was like sort of similar. I was like, oh, Ben Mendelsohn is playing the villain in another movie, and then oh shit, no, he's actually a good guy. <laughs> no joke. I generally thought for about ten minutes um, that he was um, the same actor who um, was played um, uh, the leader. Well, who's supposed to be the leader in um. Uh, incredible hulk you know you know the guy at the end who gets some of the hulk blood on his uh head and he's his brain starts to like oh, dude, i haven't watched incredible hulk for a long time but i generally remember that i genuinely thought it was the same actor i don't know i was <laughs> like um i had to i googled it i was like oh it's not they just look extremely similar <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah that's awesome i i do remember him being in um dark Knight rises and a couple of other things yeah, he, he more recently he was the villain in Ready Player One. Uh, he was oh, also yeah. the villain in um, Star Wars Rogue One as well. Um, oh yeah, yeah, he was one that was like uh, talking to CGI Grandma Tarkin, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, and he's he's awesome in both of those films, and like I think he's great. And I was like looking forward to seeing him. And even though he was playing a villain again, like you know he plays a good villain. He's like Mark Strong. You know, I'm down. But no, it was quite it, it was quite good to see the sort of the role reversal. And it, I quite enjoyed the the sort of dynamic between the the Kree and the accusers. Um, yeah, I always thought the I found Ronan accused the accuser, you know, really interesting character before. So it was good to see him come back. Um, no, I'm interested. Like you know, if it, a Captain Marvel sequel with a with a, a Kree scroll, you know, war conflict going on. You know, I'm I'm interested, and the accusers in there as well. It, it definitely set up a, a a compelling world for me to you know to see and, and enjoy, but I just wish that we'd got it sooner, or they would have just introduced Captain Marvel after Endgame, um, for me to really be you know interested in the character more than I am because at the moment I'm more concerned about the character that she's going to get in the way <laughs> more than anything. Well, I, I guess the um the pro the problem is they. They probably uh, did the Captain Marvel movie first because it probably would have been worse if she had just turned up in Endgame. Yeah, no, no, definitely. And I feel like they're obviously getting the the biggest audience possible for Endgame. You know, they've they've had Black Panther, which is you know brought a whole new audience to to the movies. Obviously, Captain Marvel, the first female led uh, Marvel movie, is obviously going to bring even more more of an audience, uh, new people into the series. 
even even if like Black Widow should have been you know should have been the first movie, but Black Widow is going to get her own movie anyway. That's fine. Well, um, I was gonna, I was going to say it was like uh, Black Widow is probably the more interesting character. There. Yeah, like, I mean she's got oh. a whole yeah, I mean she's got a whole dark shady spy history, some ambiguous ambiguous you could, you, could, you, could you, you could make a really cool in fact um, i remember i actually came up with like a really cool idea years ago um i did a po- i did a poster with um black widow uh scarlet witch and oh, i can't remember her name what was the character peggy olsen no not not peggy oh um agent carter yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, really out well yeah, and I was uh, I I had like a, a really cool idea. If Widow film would have been um, not necessarily like t- time jumps, but sort of like flashbacks would involve uh, Agent Carter and like uh, Black Widow is basically trying to find out more about herself and stuff, and she brings Scarlet Witch along because Scarlet Witch is sort of like to her sort of like a variation of what was done to Black Widow. Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought that would have been a cool one. They would have sort of like the spy thing, so you could have like forty slash fifties spy stuff with Agent Carter, and then have like modern spy stuff with uh, Black Widow. Just that'd be awesome. That'd be so good. They're not gonna. They're clearly not gonna do that, but it it, it would have been fun. <laughs> I mean, if they if they obviously if they do just to go on a tangent on the Black Widow movie, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it'd be a a prequel. I'd have thought. Um, you know, some Cold War, bring back Hydra. Yeah, it could be pretty pretty cool. It'd be, I mean, it'd be just. I feel like it'd be similar to Winter Soldier in terms of like you know espionage. Yeah, stuff. yeah, and and again, that's all. Uh, yeah. What was that? Sorry. Um, Winter Soldier is like my favorite Marvel uh, movie. Uh, it's definitely it's definitely top five for me, or possibly top three. But I'd have to like sit down and uh, <laughs> and and rank them. But so. I mean, Captain Marvel overall. I mean, what's your well, overall rate? Thumbs up? Recommend? Yeah, I'd I'd recommend it. I mean, I'd say it's a solid seven out of ten. Yeah, I mean, I'd say the same. I I would say that it's not super relevant. Like, I wouldn't say rush out to go see it before Endgame. I feel like if you haven't seen it and you're watching, I mean, I don't know. I I don't know what Endgame is going to be, but my impressions are if you know the character and you've sort of seen the post credit scenes for Infinity War and even Captain Marvel I suppose you've got online and watched post credit scene I feel like you'd have, an, you'd have enough information to go on but that's coming from someone who hasn't seen Endgame yet and doesn't know how integral Captain Marvel is going to be in the film yeah I mean something else I want to point out um, is uh, Captain Marvel is supposed to be set round about 1995 yeah um, I just want to point out that the end credit song was Celebrity Skin by Hole. That came out in 1998. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that, that's that's, again, that's, actually, mean, like, that's were... actually an oversight on their part. If they're putting... The whole point of the, the soundtrack is to have like songs relevant to the time. So. But then but again, it... I was going to say, if they were going to use a Hole song from 19, um, that was out in 1995... All the songs from their "Live Through This" album are depressing as hell, so they probably <laughs> do really. Well. I mean, there's a song called "Doll Parts," which is basically song. It's a really, it's a good song, but it's depressing, so they probably don't really want to use I that. Know, I, was like, I went to a, I went to a festival, and 
like London Grammar were playing, and it was like everyone was like super excited. But then because all of their songs are so depressing, everyone just got really sad, and it was just, <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like a massive down. And then everyone just went to bed. They're just like, oh yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, but like, okay, so let's. Let, I mean, let's get into Avengers Endgame, and we don't have to talk too much about Captain Marvel and her role or prospective role in the film. But I mean, I, I, I mean, I suppose, do you want to start talking about the trailers that have that have come out recently? I don't know, have you watched the Endgame trailers? What you thought? I've only seen. I've only seen one. Okay. And that was, was sort. Of, that was sort of like a you know showing everybody and like how they're all like oh god sucks. Yeah, yeah. And have uh, you seen the new one. I have not. Uh, uh, wait. It basically has. Uh, it basically ends with. Is that the know, one the Avengers, they're wearing the all, funky suits? Yeah, they're all in the white suits, walking to what would assume a way to go into the quantum realm, but we shall see. Oh yeah, I mean, I've I've seen that. Um, with the yeah, with the funky suits. Oh yeah, oh yeah, you're fine. Um, so I mean, I feel like the trailers are. I mean, Marvel historically, their their trailers are intentionally misleading. Um. You know, some people have said having showing Tony Stark sort of in the in his white suit walking to the you know wherever they're walking to was maybe a misdirect um, that he doesn't actually come back to Earth. We'll see. I mean, I mean, how, how are your anticipation levels for for Endgame? Are they are they higher than they were for Infinity War or a little bit lower? The same? Um, about the same. I mean, I I'm I have a suspicion on what will probably happen just due to you know outside like you know real life stuff but yeah. at the same time i'm still excited for it <laughs> see i feel like i was more excited for infinity war because infinity war sort of felt like the culmination and whereas endgame feels a bit more like an epilogue which i'm still super excited for but i feel like just infinity war just how it all came out just felt like it was the last one and I'm, i mean i'm still super pumped for endgame but I don't really know much about it. I don't. I mean, I'm like you. I have some ideas, but yeah. I mean, I have no idea. Like, are they. Are you, I would assume the quantum realm is going to play a big part. Are you, they're either going to go back in time, maybe, and, and try and stop Thanos. You know, a few years in the past, which would be. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I do. I do love me some uh, some time uh, manipulation stuff i mean i i love time manipulation games i love time i love time travel games i love time travel movies yeah um so if they do do a sort of like time travel sort of thing i uh, slash different dimension thing I, i'm all up for that so as so long as it's sort of like not one of those ultra complicated ones to like follow i know i i i really hope the the mcu doesn't start getting into the whole sort of multiverse um you know like the dc like earth 2 and earth 3 type things like just just keep it in one universe one earth um and just like you know just keep it simple but yeah i mean do you think do you think thanos is going to put on much of a fight like i mean in the in the comics spoilers for the comics that you know thanos sort of feel he, he ends up feeling really guilty after the you know the the oh, what they what they're calling it oh, i can't remember now but basically the snap um yeah. he ends up feeling guilty hates himself he regrets it do you think we'll see that in the film? Do you think Thanos will try and sort of redeem himself in some way? Or or do you think he's just going to try and fight tooth and nail to stop the Avengers sort of undoing his work? Or, or what? Um, I feel he'll sort of, he'll regret it, but then he, he, he'll sort of like regret it on a personal level, but he's probably thinking sort of from a, he'll like 
as a sort of like leader kind of thing. Like it was touched on a bit in Infinity War where he killed Gamora because he was yeah. like, yeah. well, on a personal level, he was very oh, like it was tragic for him, but he was trying to think of like the end game. Dude. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, end game. But yeah, I mean, that that scene, like when he actually does the snap and then he sees a young Gamora and she asks him, you know, what did it cost? And he says, you know, everything. I thought that was such a good scene, a good moment. And I think that really is going to be interesting to see where he is. You know, is he just happy on a farm? <laughs> you know, just farming, just basking in the sunlight? Or, you know, or does he does he want to, to, to try and write what he's done or, or what? Um, that, that one's kind of like a really difficult thing to, like, go on. Because... I mean, they've kind of built them up, kind of like across all the all these various movies, as you know, kind of like an unstoppable badass, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, put it this way: Do you think Thanos is going to be in the film a lot? Do you think he's going to be in it as much as he was Infinity War, or or do you think he's really going to take a back seat? And it's, I don't know. I mean, I you can't really have. I mean, are they just going to focus on the Avengers and and what they're going to do? And I, th- I, mean, I where's the conflict? Is is what I'm trying to work out. I have a suspicion he well he's going to be in the background a fair amount and it's going to be like one of those um things where you see conflict from the pre like some of the previous movies from a different perspective yeah. like you know how like uh, I can't think of a game off the top of my head but you know those games where you go back in time and like your past self is like fighting some particular bad guy and you have to do something else and you yeah, end up yeah. in um, some other bad guy sort of thing. Well, I feel like the trailer, uh, one of the more recent trailers, hinted at that because they showed a lot of the scenes from the old uh, Marvel movies with, um, you know, with some like highlight, like highlight red color. Obviously, they didn't show the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> um, how funny would that be? Like, there's flashbacks to Edward Norton and <laughs> Bruce Banner. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, Bruce, uh, what did you change again? <laughs> I had plastic surgery because money. <laughs> and, uh, oh god, Edward Norton would have been so good in the Avengers, man. Would have been so good to see. Yeah. Him. Um, do you think any of the heroes will die in Endgame? I firmly believe Captain America will die. I do as well. Um, if nothing else, because I know in the comics he died. He, he seems to die an awful lot in the comics. <laughs> <laughs> I think some heroes have to die. Obviously, Infinity War had them die, but not really. Um, you know, you know, Spider-Man's not really dead because he's got a movie coming out in July. So it's like, but in terms of like permanent deaths, where unless twenty years later they release a new Captain America film, like yeah, I, I think Captain America's probably the most at risk. He's. I, uh... Captain America probably he's, on the, he's in the central at all the posters. He wasn't really in Infinity War a lot. Um, yeah, and then also Chris Evans has said it's his last one. So, I mean, he also, I mean, this is what I mean by sort of like out like real life stuff has kind of like also plays a part in you know your suspicions in what's going to happen. Yeah, but I, mean, I wonder if I wonder if like Thor could die potentially as well because I mean, there's no more. You know, Asgard's no more. There's barely any Asgardians left. Loki's died. You know, possibly. I, um, if he if they go. do if they do a sort of like reverse, you know, um, time thing, I have a suspicion Thor will probably end up just going back to Asgard, and you're kind of like, 
never see him again it, or he'll be referenced but that'll be about it yeah yeah like yeah. um i i feel thor was probably the easiest one to write out without killing him yeah true i mean they can't uh, kill everyone obviously do you, do, you, I mean, yeah. do you think do you think robert downey could could go iron man how much more money can he make? <laughs> I, can I mean, I think he'll. I think he'll be done. But I mean, he's obviously an easy one to, like, maybe not kill off and just have in the bank, just you know, just in case the new the new Avengers are struggling or something. They're they're not really taking off in popularity with audiences. You know, you keep Tony Stark alive, you can chuck him in in the cameo or in the trailers or something to to try and generate interest. It's interesting whether or not they'll they'll just let him. You know, be with uh, Pepper Pot. Oh, is it Pepper Potts? What's the name? It's Pepper uh, Potts, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow. Or they, yeah, or they'll just give him his happily ever after. It's, it's. I, I feel like, I feel like Captain America is way more likely. But I feel like Iron Man being the first character in the MCU, it, it could really go either way. Yeah, because I, I, I feel like as well that him being the is also like giving him a permanent death would sort of like show how big the states have gotten yeah yeah um i feel that killing they'll kill chris evans as captain america and they'll make bucky the new captain america yeah yeah i suppose it just again it just depends i I wonder how popular that would really make the next sort of phase of the mc i feel like the next phase of the mcu either way is going to take a bit of a drop i feel like a lot of people after endgame they're going to be satisfied they're not going to be super interested well, on what comes next well yeah Especially I mean, if it's it, just with a random assortment of i suppose b-rate b-rate heroes in a way well i mean disney have bought um fox and got the x-men rights and fantastic four haven't they yeah so yeah exactly so th- yeah. i feel like that's going to be the, uh, the next sort of big push to where the mcu goes i think yeah x-men so, fantastic four definitely. so they'll do that uh, um again in regards to existing characters leaving slash dying or whatever i feel captain america will die um thor will probably stay in asgard and sort of like live happily ever after again like you said iron man could go feel that they um kill if they kill him off it'll be kind of like a statement on we know what we're doing we're pushing forward because if they keep him sort of like in like if they give him a happily ever after they they will sort of that's essentially kind of saying is like, this is kind of like a backup plan in case our plans don't work out the way we thought. Yeah, yeah. And again, I think Robert Downey Jr. has made enough money that we don't need to keep paying for his like private, you know, private yachts. I know I his mean, fifty million paycheck with each. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I, I read somewhere that apparently half of the budget for uh, Infinity War went to him. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I bet I bet most of the budget went to the went to the the cast because it was just so big, yeah, so so alias. I mean, no wonder they had to kill half of them at the end of Infinity War <laughs> to keep cost down. <laughs> well, that's that's the thing. I think that's another reason why they might kill off um, Iron Man because, like, well, you're costing us too much money, man. I mean, we make a lot of money, but we'd rather not make a ton and then have to give you a massive chunk of that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, how, how do you feel the um, the Incredible Hulk will be um, in this film? Do you think? Obviously, Infinity War, he had he had his fight with Thanos at the start, gets his ass kicked, and then 
and then it's basically Bruce Banner for the rest of the movie in, in Hulkbuster armor. Do you think the Hulk will, will come back? Do you think it will stick to being Bruce Banner? Could the oh, Hulk have a rematch with Thanos? What, what do you think the, about yeah, the, 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 Hulk will, the Hulk will have a, like, a, re, a rematch with uh, Thanos, but it might be something like Bruce Banner's psyche in the Hulk. There is, there is, there is occasional bits in like the comics and stuff where Bruce Banner's in control. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So I, I have I have a feeling that might happen. So it'd be like uh Bruce Banner, um the Bruce Banner psyche in the Hulk body. So he'll be like, Yeah, I know what you know, I don't just smash stuff now, I actually like think about what I'm gonna do. Yeah, no, definitely. And um what do you th- what do you think I I mean we I mean when we say like Captain America could die, I mean how could the characters feasibly die is is it just going to be a fight against thanos is it going to be some bullshit um i don't know like some some accident in the quantum realm someone gets like lost to to gravity or you know they get nah, well, into a black hole like where where's the obviously they're, they're not going to do an infinity war where everyone's sort of fighting an army they've all they've all got their chance to have some action that they're, they're all you know doing some stuff i just i wonder where the the conflict and the action is going to be because it can't all just be a fight with Thanos, or maybe it can. But Thanos obviously hasn't got his four children anymore. You know, Corvus Glaive, Proxima Midnight, all those characters. You know, they've all been killed. I just, I, I really, I'm, I'm super interested. I'm not like skeptical. I'm just really interested to know where the action is going to be. Tomorrow, Do you know? <laughs> no, um, I feel if Captain America does die, he'll do it s- saving somebody, and it'll either be Bucky, Falcon, Black Widow, e- e- Hawkeye, maybe even like Iron Man. It, it, like because yeah. I feel Captain like Iron America Man would be interesting because we. I was just going to say, I feel like Iron Man would be interesting because obviously we haven't seen Captain America and Iron Man in the same scene since their fight at the end of Civil War. So, yeah. and which has been a while. So I think their reunion is going to be quite interesting to see how that all goes down. Yeah, I mean, it's a tough one, really. And I mean, I, I'm kind of glad that uh, the trailers have kind of kept it as vague as possible. I yeah no I agree. Like I, I'm speculating, like I want to know, but I really don't. I I want to find out all the answers when I'm sitting in the theater, you know, watching the film for the first time. Because I, I mean, for for a, for a blockbuster, a movie event as big as Endgame is going to be, I probably know and have seen the least amount that I've seen for any sort of film. You're like normally for these sort of films, you've got a big sort of three minute trailer that shows pretty much every major action scene and you know and plot point but yeah we i mean we've really had nothing for this movie which is good yeah i mean i'm i'm really hoping that um movies from now well take uh what avengers have done and kind of keep the movies like plot points in the trailers to like a minimum yeah yeah i mean i, I feel that's right i feel like having it having it yeah people who are going to see avengers endgame are going to see avengers endgame H- having a trailer that has loads of plot points and and minor spoilers i don't think anyone is they're not going to get any extra 
audience members, you know, paying to see the film. I feel like they don't really need to have anything more than just a few cool posters, some TV spots, and some trailers. They don't need a big, you know, clip scene releases, over long trailers, things like that. I think, you know... Because one thing I hated about Batman vs Superman was how they showed Doomsday. And then, oh, like, I know. I know. Like, yeah, that 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 was ridiculous. They really didn't need to show that. Like they showed way too much of that movie. But I mean, then, do, do you think? Yeah. Be a, do you think there could be a, a, another threat in Endgame, like more so than Thanos? Do you think that there could be another villain in there that that has? a part to play which causes some conflict or or again is it a case of like similar to captain marvel it's just too late to sort of introduce that that element into into you know how things are going i feel it's too late because it it, it'd be you'd end up with the sort of um the problem of loads of people going who's this person why am i supposed to think they're a bigger threat than the guy who basically annihilated half the world in the last movie yeah yeah i mean that they could do which not like to the only thing i can possibly see them doing is bringing back uh uh enemies from previous movies to yeah. basically sort of yeah. space... a new army or something i mean I, I haven't seen it but they could probably bring back um the dark elf people from thor the dark world yeah, no, that'd be that. No, that would be interesting. If yeah, obviously, if the time travel element element is in there, yeah, they could bring back former villains and and have them back. I, would, I don't know who they would bring back. I, I you know, I would be very hey, surprised you know if what, like, because... Kate Blanchett's Hella comes back. But yeah, I mean, that that would definitely be quite interesting to see. Um, bring back uh, the Abomination from <laughs> the Incredible Hulk. I mean, they sort of brought back Red Skull in Infinity War. Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, yeah, you don't even, I mean getting tim roth back would be cool but you don't need to get tim roth back just have him just have abomination as cgi abomination <laughs> and you, you're set yeah yeah no definitely i i mean it's it's difficult though i'm, I'm actually sitting here trying to recall like villains from the mcu movies i'm actually struggling a little bit i because... mean my, minus loki and red skull and Sam. yeah i guess i mean obviously winter say... soldier like bucky barnes but he's obviously you know a he's good, a good guy player. now um, um, yeah, I can't think of any. <laughs> it's pretty. It's literally like the only good ones. Are about Loki Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I would pay to see that. Yes, <laughs> just because it's Mickey Rock. <laughs> and yeah, like I said, like bring back Tim Roth just so he can like just be like. See one thing snarky. One thing I would love is just for it to act like he does in like um. Pulp Fiction or Reservoir Dogs or something, but in a Marvel movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. Just like, I don't know, just give us a whole narration on something. But yeah, I mean, any, I mean, any final thoughts before we before we wrap up? You wanna you uh, wanna go over or? Cat's Marvel's alright. Avengers will probably be better. Yeah, but uh, that's uh, to be expected. Um, I really do feel that a combination of superhero fatigue and all new characters is probably going to slow down the mcu a bit but it's such a big brand now that they'll probably just keep going for and i mean again with the acquisition of fox and uh x-men and fantastic four and all the other stuff relating to that they've got is worth 
Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. I, I mean, that's definitely where I see the the next big push going. But yeah, as you say, like I don't really feel like you know whatever the next saga is. Obviously, this is the Infinity Saga that's wrapping up. The next saga, like you know, if you you say there's event there's a new Avengers film coming out or whatever it's called, and it's and it's Bucky Barnes, Scarlet Witch, Black Panther, Spider Man, and, and Doctor Strange. Like I don't know, it oh, just you know, doesn't, I doesn't just, sound just, super interesting to me. I just thought they might bring back Quick um, Quicksilver. Oh shit! Yeah, I, I know. It's like completely forgot about. <laughs> yeah, but they need to bring back the. Uh, they should have just the X Men version of Quicksilver, not not the Aaron Taylor one. What happened to him? Because uh, like. Um, Aid Voltron was like the last movie I saw him in. <laughs> oh, well, Aaron, Aaron, oh, what was he in? I don't know. He, he's married to the director of Fifty Shades of Grey. I know that merch and that film was fucking awful. So, oh, that's... <laughs> uh, but... I, I, I just, I just find it bizarre that this is that he like when he played Kickass in like Kickass One, he's like proper like weedy and stuff, and then like you see him in like Aid Voltron. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the other official rule. You start weedy and then you end up getting jacked and then it's like you don't pick us the same person. It's when, when you have a job that allows you to just go to the gym every day and eat what you want, then it's quite easy to get jacked. But when you're a normal person, <laughs> with oh, yeah, normal yeah. money, it's a little bit more difficult. But, I mean, I haven't seen Kick-Ass 2 yet. I don't think I ever will, to be honest. It's all right. I mean... Yeah. One's Claire better. Brett's in it, is she? Or is she? She Oh, fair enough. Oh, my watch it. Then. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, Avengers Endgame anticipation's awesome. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess, I mean, I'm done. I've, I've got nothing else to add on that. Um, something else I did like. There were I did one thing I did like love about um, Captain Marvel, which is probably just being sentimental and stuff. Is when um, you see Sta- uh, Stanley's cameo where he's reading the Mallrats. Oh um, yes. Um, yeah. Oh, dude, that that made me so sad. I was literally like, and like the intro where they had, basically it was like a, St- a Stanley tribute. I was all like, Stanley on the logo. Yeah. I was yeah. like, guys, it's like you know, I don't. I'd like to actually like feel emotional about what you're actually going to put in the movie, <laughs> not like you know. Oh, the, I'm welling up now. He's just like, oh, I oh, know that just the smile. It was just like a, it was just such a yeah. That was a that was a great moment. That uh, was a pretty awesome moment. But um, just on a on some on a, on a quick note, the there's been some new Avengers Endgame posters released today, and Loki is on one of them, which I'm super surprised by. Well, again, if they if they go if they do the back in time thing, they'll that's would make sense. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. I mean, they're, they're giving him his own TV show, aren't they, on uh, on the new Disney streaming service? But yeah, no, I just thought that was interesting. I thought they, they basically said, they came out and said, yeah, Loki's 100% dead, he's not coming back. But yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll have to check out these posters. But no, yeah, they look pretty cool, though. They were probably vague. It was like, yeah, he's not coming back in this timeline. <laughs> yeah, he's coming back in the multiverse. Uh, but... I still... Yeah... But yeah, no. Any any final final thoughts? Um, Catch Marvel's all right. Um, don't go in th- um with high expectations. Yeah, I mean, go, go in with that with the idea that it's a phase one 
Marvel movie, and you'll be fine. If I'm being perfectly honest, uh, I mean, I, I've, uh, I don't know, it's a Battle Angel yet. Um, I do. I, I need to go see it. I need. I'm just gonna have to wait till it comes out on Blu-ray now. I, 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 pre- I, I preferred that. Um, if nothing else, because I, I, I was kind of going into that one blind. Yeah, I yeah. guess. Um, whereas I, I knew what I was kind of, I was kind of expecting certain things in Captain Marvel, and I kind of got it. Whereas, yeah, I mean, even even from the trailers though for Elite Battle Angel, I feel like the action looks way more interesting. And, and, oh yeah, you know, dude. Yeah. Um, I saw a little, I saw Elite Battle Angel before Captain Marvel, and I can still remember more action scenes from Elite than I can from Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I will happily say that sh- shaky cam and quick cuts need to die. <laughs> Do they need to die? I don't know why directors do it. They, I mean, I know why they do it because they've got shit actors or shit stunt people. And it's well, it's easier to, to get the fight scenes, so they got to hide it. But it's, yeah, it's, it's it's easier to film. Yeah, because it's like awful. it's horrible to watch. It's the worst. It's so fucking bad. I hate it. I mean, you know, you you wouldn't people wouldn't like remember most of the fights from like. I mean, okay, Rocky one and two actually had good stories, but um, you know the fight scenes in them were also really good as well. You, I mean, yeah, they were really good. They were really good. Like it's only with more recent action films that the quick cuts and the shaky cam have become more more prevalent, and it is so bad. It ruins every single action film that it's in. I don't know why people do it because it's just you're making a bad film if you do that. I mean, I watched Quantum of Solace um, a couple of weeks ago. And that had a lot of shaky cam in it. And I can't remember anything. Barely remember anything from that movie. No, I can't either. I've seen it twice, I think. I still can't remember anything about it. I can't, yeah. I can't remember from that movie. It's it's, it's what puts me off watching Die Hard 5. Because I heard Die Hard 5 is fucking terrible for the shaky cam and the quick cuts. Oh, is that that the most recent one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Die Hard 4 was actually really good. But I still haven't got around to watching 5. Well, if I, I, I just Jai Courtney's his son. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like Jai Courtney. I actually like. I don't like him in uh, Suicide Squad, but ironically, Duke, I, that's a story for another I thought, time. I, I thought um, Suicide Squad was like the film where he showed the most personality. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, just the writing in that film. But I mean, yeah. Killer Croc was the worst thing ever in that film. I, I I still I, I'm still I'm still annoyed that they were basically like marketing Joker like to to like you know massively and then it's like oh yeah five minute cameo I, was like, I know and then they sack him off and make a new Joker movie with Hacking Phoenix in I was like what what's going on that's like having, that's like having a I don't know some yeah like an Avengers movie and then they just release a separate Captain America movie with a different actor it's like what's the point that's just weird. But- well, I'll tell you what's really funny. I, I I did a video where I was um I was using a thirty seconds mile song um to clip uh Suicide Squad, and I got more footage usage out of that uh, Skrillex video where he's he's in the music video than I did the actual clips from the film. <laughs> that says it all, really, doesn't it? Yeah, pretty much. But... <laughs> <laughs> right but before we go on to on another tangent <laughs> let's yeah. uh let's end it there for the week but um we'll speak again next week for whatever the next episode will be yeah. to be decided yes stay tuned on the stay for t- the next exciting installment <laughs> <laughs> we, need, we still need a, a closing out theme song but
Do, 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 do. Wait, what? What? What are you? Wait, what am I humming? Do, do, I don't know. You do, 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 do match do, do, of the day, quick. <laughs> Let's end it before there's copyright. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <What>? <laughs>